Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned accountability coach. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose. No more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Holidays are upon us. And I wanted to do an episode about giving you permission, permission for three different things. So we're going to get to that. Permission to say no, permission to pivot, and permission to rest. Now, you don't need permission for any of these things. Please know that. However, I also know how nice it is to get that permission. As kids, we couldn't do anything really without permission. We had to always get permission from our parents or teacher or whatever. And now we're adults. And that's one of those weird things that it's just not there anymore. And you don't need permission. But if you've been looking for it and you've been waiting for it, here it is. And I think this is a great time to talk about this because the holidays are upon us. They're in full swing. And there's so many things in a holiday season that you can go and do. You can go see Santa. You have a million and one Christmas events you could go to. I mean, it's endless. It's endless. Just like this fall, you couldn't go on social media without seeing these beautiful, picturesque pictures of families at orchards and just having what appear to be these amazing days at apple orchards and pumpkin patches and the like. Now, if that's your jam, amazing. Kudos to you. It looked like a blast. If it's not, that's not necessarily my thing. I don't want to drive an hour to pick my own apples, let's say. Okay. Now, do I want to grow my own apples? And like, (laughs) yeah, I do. I'm getting into that homesteading. Love following that Instagram. Anyway, that's a tangent for another day. But that's not my thing that I want to go and do. We can all kind of have this feeling of shoulding as in like, well, I should do that. Well, am, am I a good parent if I don't take my kid to the orchard? If I don't take my kid to the pumpkin patch? I should do this, shouldn't I? And we end up shoulding all over the place. And I don't want you to should anymore. You decide for you. And that's why I'm granting these permissions for you, even though, like I said, you don't need them. But I know that sometimes we just need this reminder and I need it too. So this episode is for me as much as it is for you, right? So the three things, one, say no. That's a complete sentence. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to say no to the 10th Christmas event that you are supposed to be at, scheduled to be at. You are allowed to say no to baking. There are so many small businesses out there. We have tons in our little community here in Lake City, Minnesota, that there's bakers in town. There's small bakeries and whatnot all over the place. You can order and buy amazing meals, desserts, home-cooked things from these people. Go find them. If baking the whole family Thanksgiving meal is not your thing, or if your in-laws tell you to bring X, Y, and Z, and that is not your jam just go buy it or go hire or say, no, thanks. I don't have the capacity to do that this year. Could I bring the the cups and the plates? But you have to allow yourself to say no, because otherwise you're going to end up burnt out before the new year gets here. It's just supposed to be a time of fun and joy and holiday spirit and wonderfulness. And if you don't set any boundaries up, you will be burnt out because if you just say yes to every single thing that's going to happen now between now and Christmas and the new year, Whew, you, my sister friend, are going to be like, I don't know, you're going to need like a month on the couch to recover. Maybe not a month. I would need a month. Someone told me once and it was just like, boom, light bulb moment. Your boundaries can be gray. They do not have to be black and white. They don't have to be this harsh yes or no thing. So for example, when my kids were super young, when we had a newborn and a two-year-old and a three-year-old, I had them super close in age. So let's go back to that time. 
my husband and I are firstborns. So our families and extended families were still getting together for Christmases. So we had our grandparents, all each of them. So like two on my side, two on his side, that's four Christmases right there. We're still hosting Christmases. Plus then our siblings and stuff were getting married and having kids. So then our parents were hosting our own. So then there's two more there. And then, you know, we we're also trying to have one of our own, which I would always have it like two weeks early because I would look at the schedule and be like, we're going to be running to Timbuktu, back to Timbuk three for Christmas on Christmas day. We're going to wake up, zip out of the house to get to the first Christmas and head to the other one wee hours of the night with no nap in between, unless maybe they nap in the car. And every single year in those early years, what would happen for the rest of our winter break off of school? Because at the time my husband and I were teachers, our whole house would be sick. And I mean like sick fevers, not moving, body aches, horrendous. And that's how we would spend the rest of our break. Our wonderful, coveted holiday break off from school. That's how we would spend it. And then we would be like, just okay, good enough to go back to daycare, back to school to teach. And it was just this cycle that I remember a few years into it thinking, what in the actual am I thinking? This is crazy. So we had to adjust. And some of the things naturally progressed where, you know, family as a grandparent, things got older. So maybe we didn't do some of those things. However, one shift we made, and maybe I'm going to share this in case this helps you, is if there was two on the same day, we were going to go to one of them, not both. And let's say it was my extended family that we didn't go to. Well, then when they have a gathering in the summer or some other time, which we always did, we would make sure or try hard to go to that one. So that we could still see that family. You know, we wanted our kid. That's the whole point. You want your kids and everybody. You want to see all these family, relatives and whatever and have people know each other. But there comes this point in time where you as the parent or even if you're not a parent, if you're running yourself ragged, get into all these things, where is the boundary and where is it fun and healthy? And then where is that line where you that gray line where you cross and you're like, this is not fun anymore. You know, this is just a lot of shooting. And I just feel like I should do this. And so I'm going to. No, let's not do that anymore. Okay. Find ways to shift, find ways to set those boundaries. And and if they have to be gray, they have to be gray. Okay. Number two, permission to pivot. This goes for anything, business, life, whatever. You have permission to change your mind. I love Friends, the TV show. And I can never get Ross out of my head when he's carrying that couch up the stairs. He's yelling at Rachel and Chandler to pivot pivot. And he like literally thinks this couch is going to get up these stairs just if they pivot a little bit more. So my visual, when I say pivot, yell it, scream it, whatever you need to do, you know, when things aren't aligned, you know, when you've changed your mind, when it's not sitting right with you anymore. You know, if we're talking holidays, if we stay on that theme, you might said yes to some holiday event. Let's say it's a work event and you get there and it's just not the vibe. And it's just not filling your soul. And you're just like, you can just feel yourself like climbing inward into your skin. Like, ugh. you know what? You're allowed to pivot right then and there and leave. Grab your coat, head out the door, go home or go do something fun that you love to do. I don't know. But you are allowed to change your mind in that moment, right? You're allowed when things get shifted and online to pivot, change your mind, leave, go home early, whatever it needs to be. And if we're talking about life in general, I just look back at mine and I thought I was going to be a teacher for 30 years and retire. And literally growing up, going through college, and even in probably my first 10 years of my 13 years of teaching, I never had a thought outside of that world. 
And then one day I did. And I started personal development, growing and shifting and started a network marketing business that gave me that entrepreneur bug and started shifting my thinking. And then even that then became unaligned. And so I leave the classroom and then the network marketing thing. It's cool. I'm still, I still have my peeps and whatever, you know, the workouts, all the things and the wellness, but I'm not growing, actively growing a team because that also started to feel unaligned. And so I started to go and find my own way and my own coaching business, right? And my own plans and how I could help people and how I wanted to teach and uplift people and coach people, but not in a classroom setting and not under the umbrella of a network marketing business that I had to follow certain rules. So when you start feeling those things out of alignment, you have complete permission to pivot. In fact, you need to pivot or it leads to burnout doing things that are unaligned for too long without ever changing or have a plan in place to get out of that and shift away from it. Whew, that's not a life you want to live. You get one life. That's not That's not it. Okay. That's not it for you. And you know, you're made for more and you're made for something different and it doesn't need to make sense to other people. Your pivot is yours, not anybody else's and it doesn't need to make sense to them. And then number three, rest. And I'm an Enneagram three, the achiever. And so productivity to me is like everything. And I'm really, really trying to unlearn that lesson and that productivity is not tied to my worth. And I have created even the first week of the Burnout to Balance 21-Day Challenge that you can go grab. I'll link it in the show notes. Get a meditation and a journal prompt and some context from me each day that you can work yourself through that. And you need about 10 minutes in your day to do all of it. The whole first week is tied into this all of what I've just been saying here, but really that productivity piece. My worthiness is not tied to my productivity. And when I had my first beta group go through that program and they did that first week, literally had people telling me that they were crying during the meditations, that they were, I literally didn't know I needed that. And that hit me in the best way. So it's a thing. We all probably have a little touch of it. It's that feeling that you can't sit down. You know, you saw your mom, maybe hustle. Maybe she didn't have a side hustle. She probably didn't. She just hustled though. Like my mom was cooking or cleaning or I don't know, doing the laundry, sewing patches on our clothes, crocheting an afghan, whatever. And I just didn't see her sit down. But that's what she loved to do, I think. That's what she did. But you know, we can put that lesson in her head and think, oh, that's what moms do or that's what you know women do and that I need to keep busy and I need to have every dish out of the sink clean and I need to this and I need to that. But really... It could be this time of maybe you needed to rest. Those things can wait. Okay, you don't need to earn your rest. You don't need permission to rest. Holidays are so fun. Literally my favorite time of the year is Christmas. But it can also be draining. Fun is sometimes draining. It just is. And if you, like I said before, if you're going to go to every single thing and you're not going to say no to anything and you're just going to do all these things because you think you should, it's probably going to end with you crashing and burning and being forced to take rest, maybe by being sick or having to rest because you are physically run down. But that mental load as well during the, the holidays is huge. I mean, we as parents carry a mental load, especially moms. I mean, in our situation, in our house, I do a lot of the typical mom jobs, I guess. I'm throwing air quotes out there. You can't see me. But you probably are in charge of a lot of things and a lot of people. That's just what we do as women, I think. We're caretakers and we're nurturers. And so throw the holidays on top of it. And you're trying to create that holiday magic for your family and the people around you. When you're a teacher, you're trying to create it for your classroom. You're trying to create it 
all these different places of life. And so you're putting out all this energy for your kids, for whoever, for everyone that's around you and trying to keep all those things straight, right? The Christmas presents, the Santa trips, the all the things. That is a huge mental load. That invisible work that you're doing is massive. So even if you're like, well, I just sat in my PJs on the couch with the kids all day today and we were opening presents and this and that and the other. Why am I tired? I didn't do anything. I know this question because I do this to myself all the time. Remember trying to unlearn, actively unlearning these things that do not serve me anymore. There's probably a good reason that you are tired. That mental load that you have been taking on for these last few weeks and that you will continue to take on until these holidays wrap up, it's exponentially bigger than what you normally take on. Don't be afraid to rest and schedule it in your day and just sit down. Most everything can wait. Most everything can wait, but you taking care of you cannot. So I hope that that just breathe a little life into you before we take on all the holidays. And like I said, I love holidays. I'm not trying to be a downer, but I also am trying to be realistic in that we only can handle and do so much mentally, physically, emotionally. There's only so much that you can handle at one time. It's different for everybody. So take a little inventory after listening to this episode, see where you need to set in some boundaries, where do you need to say no, where do you need to pivot and where do you need to rest? Okay. Check in with yourself because I don't want you to end up burnt out coming into the new year when you should be excited and ready to tackle brand new goals. Happy holidays to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here and have a better brave day. Thanks for being here. I'm committed to helping you avoid burnout while staying productive AF. To grab my free five-step guide or book a coaching call, head to my website, candacedudley.com. It's also linked in the show notes. Finally, please share this episode with your bestie or on social media and leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.